Even if companies are not getting directly involved in carbon markets, it's on their radar. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Growmark saw interest in carbon credits hike in 2021, and that was their sign to start getting acquainted with carbon markets. Lance Rupert joins us. He's the manager of strategic market development for Growmark. He says agriculture is in a neat position going forward as carbon-type programs and markets develop. And this is because of the three F's, food, feedstocks, and fuel. They all come through the farm gate, which is a huge value opportunity for farm businesses. He says Growmark wants to enable its customers to participate and take advantage. I've been working in carbon markets since 2021. Back then, it was all new and it was mainly focused on offset markets. Carbon sequestered by farmers and then they could sell that to a company to off- they would offset their carbon footprint, right? Now it's, a lot of focus is on the inset markets, supply chain. So you said back in 2021 when it was new. Are you saying it's not new anymore? Are we seeing momentum behind this? I would say there's growing momentum uh, on the supply chain side on two, both fronts, the food company side growing demand to lower their carbon footprint on their supply chain and then definitely on the fuel side with the Inflation Reduction Act a year ago putting a lot of tax credits out there that uh, ethanol plants, renewable diesel plants, sustainable aviation fuel are skating toward. The rules aren't all set yet so it's kind of a little bit of a waiting period but everybody's trying to get positioned so there's, there's you know ag's in a really advantageous position because supply chain on food and fuel probably are going to come through ag so there's going to be a lot of opportunities i think for growers and ag companies that participate and you know have a new revenue stream new markets that puts grow mark in a good position because you are in the supply chain where you're connecting the producer to a market you stand to to benefit out of this too right yeah i think we can all i think it's one of those hopefully unique situation where it's a win-win-win for everybody right Growmark, other cooperatives are in a great position because we help growers with agronomy products, agronomy services. Data is a huge part of these carbon markets because you have to have the data to you know, verify what you've done to lower a, a footprint. You know, we sell energy products and we're in the grain business too. So it kind of we touch a lot of those pieces and hopefully can connect the buyers on one side with the growers on the other side to really make this this work in the future. So will Growmark have its own carbon insetting program in-house or will you be going through a third party? What, what are you looking at when it comes to positioning yourself to take advantage of these new markets? Yeah, our own program's a possibility, but it's, it's a partnership in the end because uh, there's so many players in the supply chain to make these things happen. Back to the data, collecting the data, running that data through models to verify, to measure how much your carbon footprint is decreasing. That takes a lot of infrastructure, a lot of investment, and that's where we're really working with partners. So it's a partnership, but yeah, the possibilities to having carbon programs that would be a GrowMark-sponsored program or an FS-sponsored program is very, very real into the future, yes. What are you hearing from actual boots on the ground? Yeah, there's money out there for them. The federal government is kind of pushing this. We're seeing programs pop up. But what is the actual farm appetite to take on these projects? And do they trust the idea of selling carbon credits? Yeah, I think there's been surveys that, you know, 90-plus percent of growers know about carbon programs. But I think there's still a lot of skepticism. And, you know, there's there's a little bit of realness to uh, show me the money, as I call it, like, they're out there. They, we talk about them, but 
you know, the rubber hasn't hit the road locally in a lot of cases. I think those things are going to really start happening in the next next couple of years. The other part of it is, you know, most of these, a lot of, well, the offset market, you had to do a practice change, an additional practice change to participate. That was an issue. Now with the supply chain or the inset markets, if you've been doing conservation practices, you can get credit for them uh, in, that, in that regard. So that'll help get more people involved. But it, it's a it's a cultural uh, agronomic practice mindset change, and that takes time and incentives, right? Whether it's a, a premium or you know a, combined with a government incentive to you know make it more of a profitable experience for these growers, you know the growers have to do this and make money, and hopefully it's a win-win for everybody in the future. And Lance, as you're telling me, you're trying to explore GrowMark space in the carbon market uh, arena. Do logistics have to change for you? Because, you know, just like you have to handle organics different, differently from conventional, will you have to handle climate-smart commodities different? Uh, that is a good question. So, no is the answer, hopefully, right? Most of this will be, most of these markets understand that they, they're not going to be able to segregate these products. Uh, we need to be able to do it in a mass-balanced approach, right, with the current infrastructure we have. A lot of it will be based on data, and tracking bushels that were grown in a certain spot in a certain way to calculate a carbon intensity score, and then that asset being marketed just like in any other grain asset. Infrastructure that we have has to be used to make this successful. So that, that's another reason why platforms and data management and things like that are really important going forward because it will be a new attribute to the grain that we're, you know, a grain company or an ethanol plant's buying or then selling to the end user. Every time you say data, I'm like, oh, gosh, more data on the farm. (laughs) You know, we're already doing so much of that. What are we looking at when it comes to data collection? Is that going to require extra staff on the farm, extra technology, more software? The easy button in the future is if you are connected digitally through your your tractors and your combines and planters and things like that, the more you could collect and, you know, have that connected to the data collection system, it makes it easier. It can all be done manually, too. Not that we want to do it that way, but it can. So, you know, you got to understand where the field's at, agronomic practices, fertilizer use. Uh, nitrogen's a big one, right, because it has a large carbon footprint. Yield. Yield's a big player in your carbon intensity score. Your, your score is much lower if you're raising 200 bushel versus 100 bushel, right, per acre. Uh, so... The data side of things on the on the farm, it's complex because there's a lot of places that data's at or not at, but, you know, we're working through those things. But it, data, if that, that's probably one of the most important things for a farmer to think about if they want to participate in these programs in the future. They, they have to get kind of their data house in order because that's the currency that this is all going to be built on, uh, the data coming off the farm to quantify a carbon footprint. Any expectations for 2024 where Wisconsin farmers may be able to take advantage of some GrowMark programs for carbon? We're in the discovery phase of all that. So, uh, of course, the, the almost 100-year history of GrowMark's Iowa, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Uh, so we're looking, looking for ways that we can build pilot projects to get our feet wet, to get your growers' feet wet and to start building these things out. It's not going to happen overnight, so you kind of got to take baby steps, you know, to potentially scale into the future. So we'll definitely be looking at Wisconsin. 
Lance Rupert taking some time with us. He's the manager of strategic market development for Growmark. Right now, he says they're looking at how they can best enable their customers to participate and take advantage of the carbon programs and market opportunities that are out there. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.